talk to us about all this and more. It's a pleasure to welcome from the Federation of American Immigration Reform, Ira Melman. Ira, how are you? I'm good. Good morning. Thank you for being with us, Ira. Appreciate it. So I think this is long overdue, and this is one of the things the Trump administration is doing that is 100% right, that there's no reason in the world why we shouldn't be leaning on countries to take their own criminals back. Absolutely. I mean, the Supreme Court has said that if a country won't take the criminal back, we cannot keep that person incarcerated indefinitely. Uh, so, you know, the situation with the guy from Cameroon, that was a result of a Supreme Court decision that said you had to put him back out on the street. But what we don't have to do is sit back idly and allow these governments to say we're not going to take back our citizens. What we can start do, doing is imposing sanctions, including denying them visas to come to the United States. Once you start doing that, once you start making it clear that the price for refusing to take back one of your criminals is that we're not going to be issuing visas, that starts to put pressure on these governments. Then there are other things that we can do in terms of foreign aid. Some of these countries receive a lot of it. Uh, others, like China, you know, that, that's not going to be much of a threat. Uh, but there are all sorts of things that we can do to impress upon them that we're not going to be a dumping ground for their criminals. Uh, now, I don't know what response we're expected to get from these four countries, but it just seems to me that uh, the threat of not getting uh, visas and, and passport approval would be greater than uh, their, their problem. I mean, listen, uh, you know, they could pick up their criminals at the airport and they could do whatever they want with them, but uh, there's no reason in the world we should have to keep somebody who's in the country illegally and then has committed some kind of a heinous crime that's got them incarcerated uh, and then the idea that we're not allowed to deport them because the criminal, the, the, the country of origin won't take them back, that's insane. It is. I mean, every government is responsible for their own citizens, uh, and most countries obviously honor that commitment and accept the people that we deport from the United States, but there are a few recalcitrant governments that simply refuse to do it. Uh, and some of them are quite big. I, you know, as I said, China is one of those countries that, that very often refuses to take back its criminals. Uh, you know, as I said, some countries we have more leverage over in terms of not issuing visas, in, in terms of maybe cutting off foreign aid, uh, using the International Monetary Fund or the World Bank to try to squeeze them a bit. Uh, but, you know, the, we don't have to simply accept the fact that we are going to be stuck with other, other countries' criminals. Uh, and it, not allowing those people to come to the United States in the first place by denying them the visas to come here legally, that is probably the biggest thing that we can do. It prevents them from getting here. And, it, you know, the idea that you're not going to be able to travel to the United States is the sort of thing that citizens are going to uh, react negatively to in those countries and start to put pressure on their own governments. We're talking with Ira Melman from FAIR, the Federation for American Immigration Reform. Ira, let's uh, switch gears uh, to the Joe Arpaio story. Sheriff Joe, we interviewed a bunch of times uh, over the years. And over time, we kind of stopped booking him because it seemed like at some point he kind of started to just, he was playing Sheriff Joe Arpaio rather than being Joe Arpaio. Does that make sense to you? Yes. Yeah, I mean, he became a national figure, and I think he enjoyed the limelight. Uh, the president now has issued a pardon uh, to Joe Arpaio, I was a little surprised. I mean, normally these uh, uh, pardons are issued Christmas week. Uh, and after teasing it in Phoenix and saying, I'm not going to do anything today because I don't want to be controversial, they made the decision to release the pardon uh, announcement 
on uh, Friday, knowing that there was an enormous story with uh, Hurricane Harvey coming ashore, it certainly didn't stop the squealing. No, and look, I mean, that's pretty typical of the way administrations act, not, not just this one. Where right, they have a try to bury news that you think might be a problem for you, try to bury it on a Friday when something else will cover it. Yeah, and look, I mean, we didn't take any position on whether he should or should not pardon Sheriff Joe Arpaio. Uh, you know, the fact is that Arpaio for many years was doing the job that the Obama administration refused to do, which was try to enforce our immigration laws. He was doing the job uh, that George W. Bush wouldn't do. <laughs> that's correct. And, and look, I mean, it, we would never have been in this situation if we had had a government that was serious about enforcing our immigration laws, protecting the security of the American people. Uh, you know, we were talking about criminals that countries won't take back. There are many, many criminals in this country who shouldn't be here. You've had a federal government that has either refused or just didn't bother uh, to pick up and remove from the United States. And it does become incumbent upon local governments to protect the citizenry. Uh, obviously, that's not the priority for global governments in Southern California. But in other parts of the country, they do want those options. Uh, but they do have to stay within the law. Uh, you know, they, they can't just simply go out on their own and, and do whatever they want. So we've got to come up with some kind of uh, agreement with the federal government that, number one, they are going to do their job and define uh, roles for local governments to be able to enforce laws when the federal government is, isn't around or can't do it. Uh, I, I totally agree. Uh, you know, it's it's a tough one because in the beginning, you know, I don't live in Maricopa County. I'm not in the Phoenix area. Uh, Joe Arpaio seemed to be the only law enforcement officer in the country who was actually enforcing the law. And then it, it seemed to me that he just got nuttier as he got older. Uh, whether he should or shouldn't have gotten the pardon, I don't know. I wasn't, uh, I wasn't in the courtroom when he was found guilty of contempt of court. And let's be specific. That's what he was actually convicted of, was contempt of court. I know that when you accept a pardon, you are certainly, well, tacitly, if not overtly, acknowledging your guilt. Because there have been people who have turned down pardons because they refused to acknowledge that they were guilty. They wanted to clear their name. Yeah, well, you know, I guess at 85, uh, you know, he doesn't have all that much to lose. Uh, but, but the fact, you know, sheriffs around the country, not just Arpaio, have really been picking up the slack that has been left by the federal government. And most of them, in fact, pretty much all of them are doing it in a very responsible way within the confines of federal law, uh, working to the best of their ability with the federal government to try to ensure that the public safety is protected. Uh, you know, even in California, uh, you see the sheriffs speaking up about, you know, the just the over-the-edge sanctuary policies that Governor Brown and the state legislature are trying to foist upon them. So governors who are directly elected by the people and responsible to the voters, uh, they are taking a lead role in trying to enforce their immigration laws uh, and doing so in a responsible manner that conforms with federal law. Well, thanks so much, as always, Iris. Always appreciate you coming on. FairUS.org, FairUS.org, the Federation of American Immigration Reform, an important uh, source of facts in the immigration arguments. As always, Ira Melman, thanks so much for being with us.